Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 146. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. We're here, and we're ready to shoot some truth in your face. Nice. Aggressive and honest. <laughs> so, behind the camera, behind the mic, behind the computer, in the tech booth, is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Fun Turn Clint. Fun Turn? Hello, hello. <laughs> there he is. That's him with that silky smooth dark chocolate it's, voice. It's the signature now. Boom. What's well, real talk? <laughs> a little late to the party. Just kidding. Real talk's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Somewhere in the description of this show, whether you're listening on a podcast or watching on one of the various so- social media networks of which we are a part, That's right. you will find a link. www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. Here it shall be on the TV if you're watching. If not, Ignore you that didn't part. see your hands. So, so uh, yeah, go down, follow the directions, <laughs> instructions. I was doing so well there for a minute. Click the uh, submitted question link. Um, I mean, when you get down to the bottom, it's going to open up a box. Type in your question, your article, your response, your thoughts, and my goodness gracious, guess what will happen? It'll go into our database completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if you try. We're just a bunch of men trying to figure out what life is. Well, also... Living out our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right, man. Being bada boom. Well, probably some of you like us. Many of you hate us. Many. And, uh, <laughs> and by that, I mean me, because AJ's very likable. And fun turns behind the camera, so nobody can hate him. So. Dude, there's so many stories of people now. Like, Not so many, but I've had at least two people be like, is that, is that fun turn Clint? Is that, yeah, man. Is that the guy? Here, here's, here's my You question. are semi-famous among ten people in a small town in India. Nice. Here's my question. Is because you said I'm likable then people don't like you. Here's the thing. Is there a, I, what is worse? Like likable or people are like, you know what? He tells me the truth because I feel like. Oh, you think that's why they hate me? Yeah. Because sometimes, like, <laughs> uh, sometimes listen, I just said this. Maybe I need to admit it. Can I be abrasive at times? Maybe. You know? Maybe. Yeah. I can. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. But here's the dark warning for you, pal, and I told you this. Mm-hmm. You're looking at your future, buddy, because I was that guy. And then I started just being truth-telling. You know how AJ's Mr. Like, hey, I want to hug that guy. He's awesome. He's likable. I was that guy for a while. Yeah, man. You I, don't believe me, do you? Oh, I believe you because <laughs> I've seen it. Like, I've, I've A few seen, times? Yeah. yeah. And so, like... If anything, it's almost uncomfortable even being the likable guy. Because <laughs> you're like, what's, what's, what's coming for me? <laughs> yeah. 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 I get it, man. Anyway, that's Not, it, folks. I don't even know if I'm that likable. Listen, people like you, man. It's a good thing. <laughs> um, we love you guys. Man, the last few weeks have been awesome. You know, we've been, we had been mopey and discouraged. And views started shooting up. <laughs> don't spit that out. She, uh, you know, views, you guys have been so awesome, a lot of you. I want to give a shout-out to Kelsey. She knows who she is, one of our viewers, our faithful viewers. One thing I love about Kelsey is she has she really just really interacts with us, shares yes, real thoughts. I love it. And I'm going to let her know that I personally, Todd, not the show, responded. Yep. And you know what happened, AJ? My comment was flagged as I don't – because of I, what we've said. i got to think of a way to say this. Try to pick up on the words I emphasize, folks. You know, when lights make shadows, <laughs> um, there's times that bands play in the darkness. Yeah, man. And I even realized I had gotten 
too. Yeah. Uh, one of my comments. Yeah, somewhere. it's a real. T- and all I said was like, "Thank you so much for being real. I love this, you know, question." And and yep. it was. And we've gotten messages and screenshots from from, from viewers other people. who have said on one specific social media network that is very popular. You know that sometimes our faces are on. You know, like if it were a book of that. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know. I don't know, man. And I told people, and we know this, and no one believes this. That's a real thing. Because we discuss topics, and, like, we can't control the questions people ask. Right. Which we love them, keep asking. Which is awesome. So, because this whole show is to give you the viewpoint of young men who are Christians trying to figure this stuff out. But guess what? We live in the world. Yes. And, I don't know, man. It's it's hard because it's one of those things. It's a real thing. I think the one thing that's frustrating, at least just for me, is, like, I I can't do anything about it. There's nothing you can do. I can't. And like I want to, but it's like I can. I've sent stuff to this company before. Mm-hmm. I did too. I appealed, mm-hmm. and my comment's still gone. Yes, and I, you know, I've, I've even had, I've went in other directions with different things we do for the church, and I've had to reach out to them about, and they don't care. They just don't. Like, do they ever respond? They do, but it's like a automated. It it feels automated. Yeah, like they know that they're they're big enough to where like they don't care about us. Yep. No. So, well. Which is why we're on a lot of different social media networks. Yes. Um, you know, and we've considered should we it, – it was our biggest one because we kind of came on the scene when their video stuff was getting big. In fact, at one point, and I mean this humbly, we probably, I believe, because we were very early on doing lives, we were probably one of the highest beyond like gaming channels. I bet you wouldn't find one. Our show was like – We were doing pretty particular solid. Particular live show. Yes, we were doing solid. Um, but oh, yeah. So we put a lot of our energy into that, and I'm wondering if we need to start shifting that to some of the other – Platforms. I, I can tell you this. I know that compared to the the big company, we had another one. I reached out to them about a question, and they I know it was a person, mm-hmm. like they're they're like a support was it? team. It was Rumble. I reached out to Rumble, and they got back to me within twelve hours and said, "Hey, sorry, our interface is still being worked on. Like we can't combine these two things you're trying to combine, but we will let you know if we can." Nice. I'm yeah. like, that's super cool. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a. I like Rumble. Rumble just went public, by the way. Recently. Oh yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. Another thing I would like to point out is I can also support this because a crazy thing that was happening around the time when we started live streaming and started doing video is I remember because at the time, I not at the time, I just come off of this big YouTube thing that I was trying to do. And, well, not really big, but just my attention. Yeah, it was, man. But you I, had a good show going. I, um, I ended up looking into it, but they were paying people from YouTube to come over. Yeah. They were paying them. And, in fact, it was a big, big old scuffle because they were like, what you're paying our creators, even that's, though that's right. YouTube wasn't giving their creators anything. Yeah, but live streaming. Live streaming has kind of become like a bidding war between all these different platforms now. It's kind of wild mm-hmm. for exclusivity. Oh yeah, it's wild. Wait, what is live streaming? Like, oh. like there's bidding wars for content creators between different platforms for exclusivity. I believe at one time, if we had continued and hadn't, I, I think we could have been in that. I really do. People don't understand that where we were. We're rocking at one point, man. It was 50, pretty solid. Over fifteen hundred viewers a week. Yeah, man. Which it doesn't was... sound like a ton. That's a lot, especially for... especially for churches. If I'm being and honest, and the kind of show we do. Yeah, we're not like... doing like gaming or that right. kind of thing. Like for, for the site that we were on, for the it market, was yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were at the top, probably ten percent. I agree. I, I, I do I believe that. Be very interesting to look for those years if they ever released the numbers. I'm guessing they didn't. But to see if we would be on there, yeah, that'd, that'd be cool, we would, wouldn't it? Would have had to be. Well, isn't it funny so that that's when we started? Going down. Because it would make sense if we were being recognized. Anyway, I know this sounds all conspiratorial, but, you know, one of the main pain was Kelsey. I wanted you to know, hey, really appreciate you. Yeah, and a lot of, you. A lot of our viewers that help us. And, you know, guys, I'm going to say this till the end of time. And I know that we get put into a certain box 
when we are told this way. You guys have got to understand that big business has an agenda. And like, <laughs> I don't understand why the common person has such an anger when they're told that. Right. That we're immediately labeled as conspiratorial people. Right. This is a fact. It's a business. And yes. businesses have agendas. And businesses are owned by human beings. Who and have. anytime you have human beings involved, yeah. they have agendas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, listen, we're thankful for the platform that we've been given, even if, you know, We've all been of the opinion that's their business. They can do what they want. I just wish yeah. they were more upfront about it, right, Agreed. so that we can make a decision. That's um, true. But I believe in private business having the ability to do what private business wants to do. Sure. Now, I will tell you this about social media. It, it, almost, it makes you wonder if because of the nature of it, has it found strange loopholes in which they have too much power? Hmm. Right? I mean, there's uh, people don't pay attention. You guys got to start looking past, looking for other sources of news beyond the ones that you're told, not because it's, I'm not even talking about crazy stuff, just of what's really happening. Right. Because these things don't get reported on sometimes. So unless you look into it, you're not going to know about it. And, you know, the reality is I don't think we're conspiratorial. I think we're fairly educated in a lot of the things that's going on because yeah. we've made a practice of looking into that stuff. Yeah. Look, look, you were taught how to look up things in high school or in, in middle school for book reports or for reports that you were That's writing true. on or for yeah. writing. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're what's considered those, good resources. Yeah. Exactly, mm -hmm. you're good resources. But also remember, they told you to go to about a, a ton of different sources. And no, you don't have to do as much research as a book report, though I do recommend it. Sometimes. But I mean, you, you should look at all those, everything. You should go and find every opinion that you can and find out that this, is this a good source? What is this? What is that? What is this? And go look at that. That's all that we're saying. And honestly... It's helped me a lot in my life because there was a short time where all I did was listen to those news sources or those specific. Well, I mean, things. that's what you—that's all that's there. You think? Oh yeah, right. we were yeah. Raising that. I didn't have any idea there's anything else other than the the major well, news we, platforms. Like, think about this. Let me ask you this: Do you believe when you look back on it, mm -hmm. as growing up, even you know, high school, that you believe that news was by its nature almost like a nonprofit that was impartial, like they were just neutral? Isn't it? Weren't you kind of raised to think that? Because I was. I was like the news stations. They don't have a side. Mm -hmm. They're uh -huh. just neutral. Yeah. I was just told, like, the news is just giving you information on the world. That's that, a it. that are facts. Yep, These are facts. And then you go, oh. Yep. Here's what's going on in the world today. And then here's the facts. Yep. Yeah. Like, essentially, you know, if there's an earthquake, hi, there was an earthquake, and so-and-so, it crushed 10 buildings and killed and injured 15. Yep. Factual. Versus today, an earthquake caused by environmental issues that no one cares about. You know what I mean? You see how it gets yep. slanted immediately? Yep. Oh, yeah. And then you don't realize how that stuff affects your mind. It's true, man. Anyway. <laughs> that's, yeah. Sorry, my bad. I, no, I, it can keep going. You're right. That, <laughs> then it just goes into a, a rabbit hole. I just think it's odd that real, the one, this, this one thing about people nowadays, which shows that in my mind we've been indoctrinated. Do you remember when everything went on with the, one of the elections <laughs> last year, a fairly big one, okay. that I said... On one of my personal, on my personal, in fact, we probably did say it on the show. On my personal, <laughs> my personal social media network, which I'm not on a lot, okay? Mm -hmm. All I said was, hey, we should take any charges of, like, corruption or something like that, right? I'm not saying anything happened. All I'm saying we is take it seriously. we should, yeah, why would we look into it? And I, and I said, this is bipartisan, meaning I don't care if it favors one party or the other if, if, if the party I happen to be... Maybe I voted for in this particular role 
it was the other way around, I would say the same thing. And you remember just so a lot of people, there was a lot of quiet support out there, a lot of support, but there was I remember one specific guy who just went nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what do you have? And I'm like, I remember this. And I go, through a comment. I didn't say dude, so I said it much more eloquently. But I was like, listen, man, like, I don't know. Here are the here's what you and I both have heard are possibilities. Yeah. Why are you so afraid to look into them? Yeah. And then he began like personal attacks. And mm-hmm. it's like, man, that is so weird. Yeah, it's the people have attached their their own like livelihoods to a lot of this too, which is their identity yes. as, as a person. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. And it's just yeah, man. Once you do that, you you tend to grow cold to anything else around it. Like if it, if it defines you, you have to protect it. And that can be dangerous. That's true. I guess I didn't think about that for a while, but mm-hmm. um, that's true. Okay, it's well, crazy. it's good stuff, man. Um, appreciate you guys and. Uh, just the support, because the main thing is like, what a cool, cool group of people we have that watch the show. Oh audience. yeah, man. across the board. So There's people cool. out there that we know we don't know your names that we haven't got to see you because maybe you listen to the podcast, but you listen regularly. We're so so thankful. Yes, for you. We would love to know where you're listening from, your name. You know, you don't have the social security number. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but you can put that stuff in the link too at www.theremedy.life/slash/real-talk. We'd love to give you a shout out and let you know we love you. Don't give yes. us your social security number. That was a joke. <laughs> Please do. Anyway, moving forward, we're going to jump into the stuff today. Okay. We, we're on a time crunch, and we've got a lot of questions. So if you're good with this, guys, I think I'd like to jump right in. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> Question one appears to be more thoughts, so I will give it. Okay. Um, in response to the food topic from last week's episode, and this is coming from the guy who would eat crackers on the stairs while on the phone, it definitely took me a bit to get used to the idea that food is good and is good for all. Growing up, everyone bought their own food. Their food was their food, but my food was also their food. Well, that's that's disappointing. They would count theirs. That's so weird. Eat it quickly, etc. I want to point out, this is where this leads, in my opinion, okay? But I was not allowed to do that. All I typically want is a glass of milk and some cookies. Yours with love, PGB, which we know as Production Guy Blake. That's right. Uh, Production Guy Blake, supposedly, this is him, has been listening and watching the show again. Yeah. Recently, so thank Fake you. news. Yeah, yeah. Fake so, news. I guess but I think that's really good. And, and I found out, it's funny, man. Like, I feel like that's a lot of people's lives. Mm. You and I, that was not the way we, we were kind of raised, but a lot of people we know was. Yeah, man. You think that's a cultural thing, like, from where you're from even? Because I have a lot of Southern mm-hmm. background. I don't know. And down there, you know this whole thing, like, hey, we feed everybody. Right. I know. But if, you don't really have a Southern background. Not really. I know for me it was more like, if there's food in the fridge, just eat it. Like, I, yeah. you know, yeah. like, or if someone came Cabin. over, like, offer them some, something yep. to drink, something to eat. Like, I can see what you do. Right. So, like, yeah. I don't know if it's a cultural thing. It makes me wonder if it's just out of an insecurity of, like, uh, there's not going to be enough. That, or, like, even just, like, maybe they were, it's generational. Oh, I believe that for sure. Right. So, like, growing up, like, I, that's how I, I was raised. And it's funny because I think there's certain aspects of life that people will change, mm-hmm. like do the opposite of, or they'll mm-hmm. keep the same. And I think depending on how, how it affects you, it, it'll, it'll change that. So, like, for example, if, if you're raised, you know, say, like, I had, to, I had to work for anything I ever wanted when I was growing up. So for my kids, I'm going to provide almost to an unhealthy extent mm-hmm. for them. But say it's like a food thing, right? Where it's like, oh, well, I went my whole life where, you know, everyone, their food was theirs, exactly. And so, like, I want my food so they kept that culture. Like, it just depends on what it is. 
Yeah. I, I think that's very interesting because when I look at my family, uh, very specifically, I look at like my parents and then how they viewed things. And my dad, there was a little bit of like you could see a little bit more southern. Yeah. But my grandparents, his parents, when I think back to it, they were weird when I would ask for things. Like mm-hmm. not weird in like a negative way, but like why are you asking? Like yep, take that's how mine. Because my my, my grandparents were from Arkansas. Yeah. That's why my dad. So maybe name there is, is some of that thing. to it. Maybe. So like my my grandparents were very much so that way. Like even my grandpa, he would be sitting in the chair smoking a cigarette, just look over and he'd be like, he'd give me this weird look and he's like, of course you can have some bread. Like, <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah. give me a weird look of like, do they not feed you? Like I'm gonna have a talk with my son here. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say this. I don't think we touched on this last week because it was kind of a joke. We were just joking mm-hmm. with, um, which, you know, apologies to, you know, our buddy. We talked about the new guy and we love him. We appreciate him a lot. And we didn't say his name, not because we don't love him, but because we were trying to, like, not say his name without. But, you know, yeah. we love you, man. And, and we're sorry if it came off wrong because we were just, you know, it's part of the th- running thing here. Uh is we've all gone through this and it's created some really funny moments. It um, has, man. It's so they're it's, hilarious. It's kind of like a hazing thing almost. Yes, so it, it is. We love hilarious. you, appreciate you. We didn't. All, we did not at all mean to imply that any negative stuff. No, about man. That. We love you. And uh, so, and everyone else too. We're not trying to talk down to you. But I will say this: moving on, kind of like past the moment with him because it's now kind of become the topic. We were just joking, but now the topic of like food. I often think about this though: what would Christ do hmm. if he had a? If he had his? If he bought some cookies, would he say, "These are my cookies. You can't have no. any." I don't think he, he would, would man. He'd probably give them all away. Yes, he would. And I'm not saying it's wrong to, like, eat cookies, okay? <laughs> right. You have to give up anything. But I do think sometimes even when the little things, we got to ask ourselves, what is love? Right. It's like in the moment of when you want something, if if the if the situation comes where it's to, like, give it, are you willing to? Mm, that's good. Like, even if you want it, you know? Yeah. It so goes, It goes even back to, like, that idea of giving and things, like, in general, like giving money even to the church, yeah. which people are going to be like, oh, I don't like that topic. You're supposed to give without a second thought. Right. Like, it's joyfully. Even if, it, even if it does hurt, give joyfully because, like, he's got you, one, so why are you worried? But two, like, that shows a good heart. Yes, it because does. Because if you don't have a good heart, you're not going to give. Mm. Oh, yeah, the other way around. That's uh-huh. a good point. Anyway, thank you, production guy. And, and yes, that's a true story that he... Uh, was caught on the stairs with eating crackers <laughs> so that we wouldn't wouldn't have any of his crackers. So <laughs> appreciate you. Ne- next question, and we're gonna go into some scripture. It's a, it says John six nine, and it says, "I wonder what happened to the boy who had the bread and fish." Weird that it's talking about food again. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> what were his thoughts when he was approached about the bread and fish? It says later Jesus took it and broke it. So did Jesus ask the boy for it? He said, John 6, 9? Yep. There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they? What are they? But what are they for so many? Man, I can't read apparently today. Had the people sit down. There were plenty of grass in that place, so they sat down. The men outnumbered the, about 5,000. Jesus took the loaves and gave thanks. He distributed them. So off the fish. When they were full, he told the disciples, collect the leftovers so nothing is wasted. So they collected them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces from the five barley loaves that were left over by those who had eaten. Um, yeah, so what's the actual question? So they're asking, uh, what were his thoughts when he was approached about the bread and fish? And it says later Jesus took it and broke it. So did Jesus ask the boy for it? Um, I think, I think they did. I mean, we know Jesus is not like, take that man's food. My guess is 
he was among the, the, the group and maybe he came up to give like an offering almost like teacher here or they maybe they saw him walk by and they bought it from him or mm-hmm. who knows we just know jesus didn't like kick that boy over and take his fish and bread <laughs> and right. um we know there was leftovers so what do we think about jesus why was he why was it so important to him to grab all the pieces that were left over that not eaten mm. because i'm sure he distributed those and let the poor take them I'm, i i mean i i we don't know that from from the text but i mean knowing the heart of jesus knowing the way he is like they didn't just take all those with them right that's really good, man. Yeah, just like, that's my thoughts. What it, and I, I think it's just an interesting question too, because people, this sounds like someone who I who I know that would ask this kind of a question, just because it's so like situational. <laughs> Norm, <laughs> if it's you, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, moving on, great questioning. Thank you. I love those that kind of think through it. You know, or just have an interesting question I wouldn't have even thought of. Exactly. I've never thought of that. Two, I've been watching Real Talk a lot lately, and I've noticed when Lionheart or LA is brought up, you don't refer to it directly. Why is that? Are you afraid of what people will see it as? Um, I'm a little confused by this question because I feel like we, we have directly brought it up before. I so. think they mean we've never, like, explained to them what it is. We just kind of talk mm-hmm. and move on. Huh. Because I, I, I don't know. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like we've been like, yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, it's a men's program or a woman's program that's just more it's like a i think we've called it radical or accountability yeah, yeah it's an intense program so i i guess i don't know if you guys are looking for more information specifically but i mean yeah i feel like we have so yeah i agree i mean i i guess i'll tell you this if we haven't given more information i guarantee you it's not because we are afraid or right it's just most of the time it's not relevant to the show so for those that are listening um this this show is is sponsored by our church the remnant church um, no, we're not part of any weird, I shouldn't say weird, any nomination when we chose that name. People always say, what is the name? You can go to our website at www.theremnant.life and go to uh, what we believe. And right there at the top, you see a little video with yours truly uh, and, a, and a dub by someone else uh, in which we explain what our name means. Anyway, uh, Lionheart in L.A. Uh, Lionheart is our is a men's program that is kind of just a, a, a men, an intense program to help men grow. Intense meaning there's uh, very real accountability, very real challenges. Some people might be familiar with the program called Fight Club, which is a great program that a lot of churches use. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, was developed here in Indiana. That's pretty cool. Man. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. And it's sort of like that. Uh, it is uh, typically, it's a long program. You sign up, it's six months. And within that six-month program, you have all the men. So for instance, when we first started, you have 32 maybe. Then the men are broken up into smaller groups. You have a gathering once a month. And then during the six month with a monthly challenge um, around some theme, for instance, it could be discipline, it could be love, it could be strength, Mm. characteristics of a godly man. And then you also have each week of these months, you meet with a smaller group, accountability group, um, kind of shield brothers, what we call it, the guys that have your back. And uh, you guys talk about life. Yeah. So, you know, it's a place that it's safe to confess real issues, but also... You're not left to stay in that, that you're challenged and ideally challenged and uh, to grow past those issues. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. And, and they have da- we have daily challenges involving reading scripture and praying and even working out. You know, you got to do 10 minutes a day, which isn't that much, but you be- wouldn't believe how many men get frustrated about it. L.A., is this, it stands for uh, Lioness Arising, same program sort of for women that we did as a trial run this year. Mm-hmm. Not sure if we're doing that again, just primarily, or our church is, primarily because it is... Uh, 
you know, the structure, what we found is women respond a little differently than men to that, the, to that kind of structure. Right. So that's it, man. And we've seen some amazing growth. Some, yeah, man, some we have. Some issues defeated, men growing in confidence. Does it have its hiccups? Is it, is it in its final form? No, but this is our second, we call crusade, kind of our second go through. And yep. we're, uh, actually, our last gathering is this Friday, it's the wild. 17th. And then graduation will be this month, which is we take it pretty seriously here. Yeah, man. And then from there, you know, we'll probably have a couple months off. And assuming we do again, we'll start the next crusade in like probably February, March of 2022. Pretty cool, man. Just trying to check me right now. My card. I, you can't do that in the middle of the show, but I guess you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have coins. You know, it's kind of cool. There's a lot of little fun things, too. Oh, yeah, man. It's a blast. And it's one thing that I've learned is it just it really challenges your comfort. That's oh, for man. sure. No joke. And whether, whether you respond poorly or poorly or well it's just it's it's meant to make you uncomfortable but that's our faith right so it's cool mm-hmm. that's it yeah so i don't know are you afraid of what people see it as i feel yeah. like what i've noticed is someone might get chow i don't know i don't know man because i guess one thing to say is the system has what we call as men we're sports related we we like challenges so they have a we have a three strike system when you strike out, a fight club has something similar, by the way. Yeah. Um, when you get three strikes, you're out of the program for that month. It doesn't mean you can't keep walking with us, but you don't get to, quote, graduate because it makes men take it a little more serious. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that's the gist of it, man. That is – so I think sometimes people hear that and they're afraid of how it looks on the outside. Like, what a weird level system. And I don't know, man. People, I, I can't keep up with all how weird people are sometimes. Yeah, no offense. You just, but, honestly, you're not going to win anyway. Yeah. So I, there's nothing I'm afraid of. I'm actually really proud of that. I think there's been a lot of cool, amazing – um, growth and victories that have come I, from it. 100% agree with you, dude. So thanks for the question, though. Sorry if we made it seem weird. I don't think we ever intended to. Hmm. All right, here we go. All right, we are back in John 6. <laughs> this person is just going through John 6. Oh, yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. And uh, so the next one is John 6, 13. It says, whatever happened yeah. to the leftovers? <laughs> They're still on the food. Answered that. We yeah. answered that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's Our fair, guess actually. is, uh, we don't know in the text, but I believe they were probably given and distributed to the board. Okay, so then I'll actually move to the next one, yeah. which is still in John 6. Okay. Which is John 6, 16 to 19. It says, the disciples left knowing Jesus wasn't with them yet. Why were they headed to, uh, uh, is it Capernaum? Yeah, it's Capernaum, mm-hmm. right? Um, were they on a mission, or did they just trust Jesus to show up and pick the closest city? Which ver- wait, wait, what section are we talking about? Uh, John 6, 16 through 19. John 16? Or uh, so- uh, John 6, I'm so crazy. Yeah, 19. you knew that. I was like, dude, there's nothing in this that even <laughs> says about any of that. Uh, so give me time, because this will pr- prove that we don't look this up. 6, 16 through 19? Yes. Going back, going yeah. back. And, and, they're asking going about, back. and they're asking about why they, they're heading to... Uh, uh, Capernaum. He's uh, one of you saw the sign. Um, and, and okay, Jesus so, wasn't with him. Yeah, you got to know the section before that. Uh, after he had fed them, uh, verse so six fourteen says, when the people saw the sign he had done, they said, "This really is the prophet who is coming to the world." Therefore, when Jesus knew they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. So, uh, a lot of the people back then, the Jewish fo- folks believed that the Messiah that was coming prophesied about was going to be a, a military leader hmm. and was going to overthrow the Roman government. Interesting. Jesus knew that, clearly, that wasn't what he was here to do. Um, and so they were trying to kind of get riled up and do a little revolution. They're like, make you yeah. So he, he left. <laughs> um, and then it says, 16 says, when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. Darkness had already set in, but Jesus had not yet come to them. Then a high wind rose, and the sea began to churn. After they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea. He was coming near, and you know that. Um, he walks on water. We've heard that before. Yep. Uh, so 
Uh, what's the actual question? Uh, why they were heading to Capernaum, and they were asking, is it because they're on a mission, or did they just trust Jesus to show up and pick the next closest city? Um, yeah, they were on a mission. I believe Jesus throughout, I have to go through here and look, you know, throughout. A lot of times we miss little things, mm. um, and I don't have that here in front of me, other than I'd have to be quiet for a while as I'm reading. But, right. Uh, yeah, I think they knew where he was going. Um especially because they said that or knew where they were all kind of heading. Right. We, get the, we get the idea as we look at Scripture. Jesus did this a lot where he would be like, hey, you know, I'll come back. I'm going to go pray for a little bit. You guys go here, go do this. So, yeah, I think they knew. He didn't just leave them. Right. Um, because Especially we kind of get that. We can read into it from there when it says, for he had not yet come to them yet, so that he clearly told them, hey, I'll be back. You know, go continue on the way. Yeah. Um, so that's what happened. Great question, though. Nice. All right, here we go. Number three. Number three. I mean, my three to you. I had a wild theory that I wanted your guys' thoughts on. I'm sure I'm not the first one with this theory, though. The Bible says at the end we will become glorified beings and help rule over the new heaven and the new earth. Would that make us angels? And with that and the next step of the theory, are the angels that exist now the humans from a previous year creation and God has created new heaven and new earth before? <laughs> so that's an interesting theory, and I, I, I'm going to say no. Um, we are not angels. And we won't become angels. Uh, I think we're just going to be ourselves, just angle, like you know, we've we've Todd's explained before, like just in a glorified body, right? So um, we will still be separate from angels. They are whole separate beings from us. Um, and as far as angels, are they like previous humans? No, I don't think so. So um, I think it's it's interesting because angels. It makes me wonder how angels view us because they know we're made in God's image. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that angels are also made in God's image, which I, they're not, right? They are just a being that were created by God. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're right on, man. Uh, Colossians tells us that, you know, angels are, there's a bunch of verses. That's what's kind of starting to look up here. Colossians tells us that angels are, you know, different beings. You can look that up. I believe it's even in the first chapter. I don't know if you want to pull that up. <laughs> see if you can find anything. Um, we we know that. So some of the clues that we have, <clears throat> we do know that when, I believe it's in Thessalonians, that Jesus, or Thessalonians, that we're told that uh, in the resurrection we'll be, give, be given glorified bodies. And we know that when we die, we go to be in Christ. We go to be with Christ. Uh, we also know the description of angels, right? They're, they're When it shows us in, some, in oh, the Old Testament, they, are so, they look so different from humans that they're either worshipped as gods or they fall to the ground. Here's a cool thing. Remember on the, tra- the Mount of Transfiguration when Moses and I believe Elijah showed up and Peter and all them saw it. Peter and them recognized them, meaning they still looked sim- they looked human enough. They were just in glorified bodies, but, so they didn't look like angels. Right. That makes sense. They didn't fall to the knees and start worshiping them as gods. They saw them as they saw them as son- they they. So we get the indication. So there's no indication in Scripture that people become angels ever. They are entirely different beings used to carry out God's. Like you deliver messages for God primarily and to do God's bidding. Um, they do not look human-like for the most part. We know that uh, because of the descriptions they're right. given of them. Right, and, and I, I believe there's Now, sometimes they can. They can take form of a human, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, because we know that. But even then, they, they certainly don't stand out just as humans. Uh, remember the Lot story. With the uh, eyes of a... Yeah. Yep. So pretty cool. Pretty cool, dude. I agree. But so, I was trying to find... Let me see, like 15... Oh, I'm way off. No, I, I, was in like a, I don't remember. I'm just looking to buy some time. Huh. Thanks to the Father. Um, uh, 
He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him. And he is before all things and above all things. Um, he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. so when it talks about uh, on heaven, visible, uh, thrones, dominions, and rulers, those are spiritual beings. Those are angels, yeah. um, et cetera. Gotcha. So those, they differentiate those from us. Does that make hmm. sense? I know that's going to confuse some of you that are listening. What do you mean it's dominions and thrones? That's a different question. Feel free to drop it in and we'll explain what it means. But yeah. um, I knew that was in there. Some of the other versions might be. I wonder if they'll say. What verse is that? Uh, that, was, that was 15. Yeah, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Uh, he is the image. There you go. And we remain the image. So mm-hmm. first, Thessalonians, right? uh, Colossians. I'm silly, getting things messed yeah, up. Yeah, and I had that. That was an ESV. What, okay. I, what it was from mine. Fifteen. I'll just. Is that is which which verse specifically says the dominions part? Uh, that is verse. 16? That is in sixteen. Yep, okay. sixteen. Because a lot of times I can look up. Yep. That hub. Like, there's a cool um, website called Bible Hub mm-hmm. that will give you what the same verse in a lot of different versions. Nice. So you can kind of just see. It's really convenient. Um, I'm trying to see if they translate it any differently in any of these. Things have been created through him and for him. It looks like CSB is pretty, pretty similar. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, American Standard. I'm wondering if like. Inclu- okay, here we go. The good, whatever this is, including spiritual powers, lords, rules, and authorities. So there you go. You get that it's not just talking about. Gotcha. Because it calls it like spiritual lords. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very interesting. It really is. It really, really is. So, hmm. great question, though. Oh, yeah. And I think it's an interesting theory regardless. Um, it says, for him, for this this version says, for in him was created the universe of things, both in the heavenly realm and on earth. There you hmm. go. So, the differentiation between the two. Yep. Um, Every seat of power, realm of government, principality, and authority. Yeah, so the message, which I don't typically... Here, I want to be clear on that. The message is, is great if you're comparing it to another version. I think it's good to, but I wouldn't use my primary version. But it, it's fine if you do. Um, but what it says is I do like sometimes I'll translate some things. For everything, uh, a little easier to understand. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, hmm. everything got started. So, yeah, huh. great question. That's awesome, man. I think we've got enough time for, am I up next or you are? You are. Uh, la, la, la. Yeah. So Let's much see. to go through, man. I oh, know. Someday we'll do a bonus. Nah, we probably won't. <laughs> it's never happening. Um, let's see. Oh, I am a number four. My bad. Sorry. I got I got lost. We, these show notes are awesome, but <laughs> gotta have either of you followed the Josh Duggar trial. Uh, he was found guilty of some bad things. What he did was 100% wrong, but I have heard more people calling for his head and not one person mentioned about how to come... Uh, how to come alongside of him, especially with claiming to be a Christian. Such a sad culture that the big church has created where we throw them, throw them out instead of even praying for him and help, or helping him. What's also sad is that we won't carry the same joy or even desire for justice when the person is a political figure that, that we voted for or support. Mm. How do we as Christians change this culture of canceling people based on their sin regardless of their political or celebrity status? This is a culture that happens in churches all over and not just with celebrities. What a great question. Mm-hmm. Can I see that? Because you did not put your questions online for some time this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so weird. can't uh, can't huh, see it. My bad. No, that's okay. I'm just teasing you. Huh. Unless I'm crazy. Yeah, you did. I'm crazy. Oh. There you go. 
Uh, which number was that? Four? Oh, uh, yeah, that was number four. I was going to say, because every other town has been on there. Why would, why would that not be? Yeah, that's so, uh, Yes, I haven't followed the trial, but I, I am, I mean, not every day, but I do know that he was charged with, I believe, child pornography, child exploitation. I don't want to, again, I don't know for sure. You can, you know, Funter, you want to Google this, what he was just found guilty of exactly? Um, so he has some charges. He's found guilty of some bad things. What he did was 100% wrong, but I've heard more people calling for his head. Yeah, you know, we talk about this a lot. I think it's really hard for people to accept. They, they accept the idea of sin, mm -hmm. that Christians can fail in sin. Um, but as a sort of a general thing, they struggle a lot when it comes to specific sins. I think our minds automatically, because culturally some things are so terrible, and the things that he was found guilty of are terrible. Yes, okay? they are. Um, and if he's found guilty, then we can go under the assumption he did these things. That's and right. I think he did. And I think there's even some admission of certain things to, with siblings and whatever. But I think it's really hard for people to fit within their box of grace and salvation. The idea that someone could be saved and do terrible things. Right. Sinful things. And, uh, you know, I like that this person said, hey, what they did was 100% wrong, so let's get that out. And we agree. Okay. It's terrible, terrible things. Yes. But I find it, I love these kinds of questions because it puts into perspective our idea of it challenges us on the concept of God's grace and mercy and who he can save and who he cannot. That's right, man. So I want to leave you with this and how I think that we need to keep our eyes open. I think or that we need to be we need to start evaluating the box by which we put God and the and the gospel in. We know that believers can sin. Still, I could give you story after story. Um, we know that with, in 1 Corinthians, we can go all the way back to whoever, but let's look at David. You know, David murdered and committed adultery. Doesn't make it okay, paid consequence for it. We know Peter rejected Christ. We know Peter uh, was sinned again later on in the book of Acts. We know when Paul had to go challenge him because he was starting to kind of fall back into this legalism sort of, yep. or at least be sort of two-faced. And then we <laughs> so know Paul certainly, um, you know, we don't get a lot of indication of what he did after, but we can know that he sinned. He, he talks about in Romans chapter 7 that, you know, I do what I don't want to do and don't do what I want to do implies sin. Um, you know, and then we go, if you remember 1 Corinthians, there's a story about someone in the church who was sleeping with his mother and his stepmother. Stepmother, that's right. And wouldn't stop. To the point they kicked him out. Yep. Now, Taju, that would show they're not a believer, but then later it says, welcome him back. It's wild, So dude. whether or not he was saved, made a mistake, and got welcomed back, or whether he was proven to not be a believer, but then became one or whatever, there's an indication that this guy did this thing and was still eventually welcomed back into the That's fellowship right. of the church. That's right. Now, does that mean, you know, I, I, I love your heart in asking this, because you're right. Um. What happens now? He goes to jail, let's assume. Mm -hmm. And what? We want him to die? You want him to be killed? Okay, so now let's think of the adulteress and the story of the stones. Let him who is without sin cast the first stone. Hmm. That doesn't mean that there can't be punishment or there shouldn't be consequences for sin. But as a believer, if your first response is to want to, lack of a better word, stone him, mm -hmm. kill him, right? That's right. Make bad happen to him, you need to check your heart. So that might be your line. Let me ask you this. What if someone else's line out there was arrogance, and you're an arrogant person? Like, arrogant people are scumbags, and they deserve to die. Now, clearly, we know. What about stealing? 
What about child abuse, meaning physical abuse? Do they deserve to be killed immediately too? Well, you'd say, yes, a lot of them would. Okay, but what point? How many bruises? Is it just let's help the person versus killing? Let's Mm. kill them. How, you know, where's the line at? And I think that we should be heartbroken and we should be angry at the sin of this world and angry at him even for what he's done to the testimony of the Lord. But our desire, first and foremost, should be one of two things. To come beside him and either one of two options are true here with this this man, Josh. Mm -hmm. One is that he was a believer was not obedient to God. I mean, I'm, step after step leads you here, right, to these kinds of sins. It's oh, typically yeah. not one time. That's right. So he's a believer, disobedient, made foolish decisions, and now has, for lack of a better word, on the on the earth, ruined his life on this earth, right? To yeah. I mean, you could say that. Or he was never a believer, never knew the true gospel, and just lived a fake life. Either way, our desire is for him to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, whether that's his restored relationship. I mean, if God saved him and he put his faith in Christ, it's very clear that God is not going to let go of him. That's right. Jesus man. won't. No matter what. And we've got to stop letting grace be so small. Because when you make it small, it eventually will become so small that it doesn't even cover your sin. Mm. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Intellect, like it, that doesn't change the truth, but I mean in our faith and the way we live our lives. And then, so, I, you know, it, it, it is saddening. And I agree with you. It's okay to grieve over it and to be angry at the injustice and even angry at him for what he did. And, and don't get me wrong, I love kids too, and you know I, I can't imagine. But I'll tell you this, and some of the things I heard he had on his computer were vile, vile things, okay? Man. And again, let's, let's, let's just say worst case scenario, he was fake, right? right? We want him punished, he's been punished. Now what? Do you want him to not only be punished but go to hell? Hmm. Do, you, do you have a, a Christianity that's big enough to say that God wants to save him too? Whew. And if not, then you need to check your heart. For the Bible tells me, right, in John 16, or 316, 17, 8, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that those who might believe him would not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be safe through him. Man. Right? That, for God does not want anyone to perish. That's right. It doesn't say, except if they do this or this or this. Yeah, man. And that, and again, I love this. This whoever you are, very wise question because mm-hmm. you're wrestling with it, but you also recognize the fact that this changes our faith, man. Um, and it does. It changes our faith, changes the gospel. If there's a line that Jesus's cross didn't cover, if there's a place it didn't go. Um, so we should pray for him. Pray for his family. Yes. Pray for his wife and children. Because he's going to jail. Yeah. So what's the, what's the facts? Uh, the facts is, is it appears from my research, yeah. uh, he is charged with uh, guiltily, he's guilty of downloading and possessing child sex abuse images oh, on his work gosh. computer. Yeah. He has two charges of those. He's been found guilty of both. He faces 20 years imprisonment and a $250,000 fine. That's the max of what they can do in all of this. As well as his, there are now charges being leveled against his sister. For what? For child abuse, as well as other things. His sister? Yes. Wow. Damn. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, that's terrible. Okay, and everybody here who knows me, I don't even, I shouldn't even have to defend this, but the guys in this room know that makes, like, if I think about just the act, it's sickening. Okay? It is. But I know this. Again, people's lines are different, and we've got to stop. We need to pray for him. Pray that he comes to know the Lord. If he does know the Lord, that he's repented. And pray that he doesn't lose heart. Pray for his family, man. This is still a son and a husband and a father, and there's going to be people that are hurt by these decisions who are innocent. 
And uh, man, that's my prayer. Because I will tell you this, and this is going to blow some minds. He could still have a testimony out of this. Absolutely. You know, in his response. And uh, I don't know. I love, I love the heart of the question, you know, the heart behind this question. Me too. It's, so. it's what I've been, you know, since I've been a believer, man, it's what I've been told. How far, you know, how, how far does grace go, mm-hmm. man? Where sin, where sin lies, grace abounds all the more. Amen. It's like, <sighs> Amen. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll fall. I think we can end this, and I got We got to quit out of this because I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, and I think it's a good one. It segues into this. Okay. Sorry to cut you guys off. You can give your thoughts on it. Same thing though. This is a follow up example to the Josh. Is it Duggar or Duggar? Uh, Duggar. Duggar. Thing. This is a follow up example to the Josh Duggar question. They did the same thing to Clayton Jennings when his sin became public. Yeah, man, and they're they're right. You know, a lot of people are really throwing Clayton Jennings under the bus when he, you know, and this was a couple years ago now, mm-hmm. but he kind of, you know, if you don't know Clayton Jennings, he was a, he's a spoken word artist who, you know, talks about also preaches the gospel. That's right, man. Really cool, and he he's a cool dude, and you know, From he kind of yeah, yeah, and he kind of went off the the rails for a minute. And, well, it came out that he had messaged girls when he was single, not married. Mm-hmm. I mean, and hadn't. That's what I mean by single here message women and maybe been inappropriate and um you know and images and nudes and all those kinds of that's type, right type of sexual things and you know not even to the not even to the extent that josh duggar did and right he was i mean cruise man crucified. oh yeah man people were just like cancel this guy like makes you wonder those people calling for that if we could look through their search history right of the life right if we could google like look at the history tab of their life what would come up that's really that's really cool you know Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a really cool. Uh, I was at a youth retreat once. Make this quick. There's a really cool gospel presentation where somebody took the gospel and they made it in a way where some people could understand it more. And it shows essentially it's a guy in a room and he wakes up in this room. He has no idea where it is and there's a bunch of filing cabinets and he goes through it mm-hmm. and he sees all like these things of his life, all of his sins, everything that's happened, all the good stuff, even the lustful thoughts. And then there's a moment where like he's like I have to destroy this room and he tries to and he can't and then Jesus walks in. And Jesus looks at him sadly and then begins looking through all of his life. And then he just looks at him and then he just, he writes in red on everything and signs it his name over his. Mm. It's really powerful, and puts it man. back in. Yeah, it's good. Going. It's truth, too. That's the way it is. So Yeah, you're right. The the follow-up, they, they did the same thing, and it is sad. You know? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I want to read that real quick for everyone, and then we'll kind of close up, I think. Uh, because I think what you said can be summed up. In, in a couple different things here. Okay. Um, so Clayton Jennings, I haven't even looked looked into him in a while. Me either. I, so I don't entirely know. Yep. I just um, know like after that happened, he happened was kind of, he was kind of going off the rails a little bit. Like, like, like get like, rid of him. Everything he ever did was bad. Right. You know, like, which that's that's crazy, man. So, all right. So I want to say this. I'm going to read John three sixteen through eighteen. I want to read it exactly for all of us to think about. And if you're not a Christian and you're saying, "Man, that's why," because I'm afraid where the line is. Listen to this. The Bible itself, the Gospel of John. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world that he might condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. And anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the one and only son of God. I love that. Shows the heart of God. Jesus came to save. He doesn't want anyone to die. Mm. And that anyone who puts their faith in him is saved. And those who didn't are already just headed to place... they're going where they would have went anyway. That's right. But this is interesting. I encourage you all, even non-believers, go read Romans chapter 6. 
use a CSB or you know, whatever you want to use as far as version. Paul says this, what should we say then? Should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? Absolutely not. How, uh, how can we die to sin to so live in it, right? Um, should we sin because we're not under law but under grace? Absolutely not. I'm kind of going down through here, um, and it's, it's five. So that's actually kind of cool because verse 22 says, but now since you have been liberated from sin and been enslaved to God, you have your fruit which results in sanctification and the end is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift, is, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift. You can't lose something that you didn't earn, okay? Mm-hmm. But I want to go to five then, because I couldn't remember which it is. It starts with saying, therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? And it goes on to say, verse five says, this hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's given to us. Verse six, for though while we were still helpless at the appointed time, Christ died for the ungodly. For rarely will someone die for a just person, though for a good person, perhaps someone might even dare to die. But God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than since we've been declared righteous by his blood, we'll be saved through him from wrath. Mm. And I want to go on, it says, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and everyone and death through that man. Um, But the gift is so beautiful. I'm sorry, I'm going to try to hurry. Verse 515, listen to this. So essentially in that above, Paul is saying, yeah, sin and death came through Adam, his choices, and now we do the same thing over and over, right? He says, but the gift, so one man sinned, tons of choices came out. He says, but the gift is not like the trespass. For if by the one man's trespass the many died, how much more have the grace of God and the gift overflowed to the many by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ? And the gift is not like the one man's sin, because from one sin came the judgment, resulting in condemnation. But from many sins came the gift, resulting in justification, meaning we're not guilty. Um, since by the one man's trespass, death reigned through that one, one man, how much more will those who receive grace and the gift of righteousness, how much more will they live through the one man? Man. So I want to jump down, because this is, this is so good, man. Um, for just as through one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so also through one man's obedience, that's Christ, the many will be made righteous. The law came along to multiply the trespass and show us how bad we were. But where sin multiplied, grace multiplied even more. Um, that's it, man. You know, you can't out sin grace. <laughs> so it's always been that way. Anyway, great that's place good, to man. end. Yeah. Hope you guys had a great day. You know what? We're just going to end. You guys know the drill. Check out all our links. We'd love for you to donate. Consider donating the show, you know, so we can stay here and give it to you. (laughs) The truth. Um, You can give anytime at www.theremnant.live. Use the drop-down box to go to Real Talk. It goes directly into the show. Know the questions? www.theremnant.live. That's it. You got anything else? That's it, man. Fun turn? Hey, we love you guys. We appreciate you so, so much. Sorry you had to hear me ramble. Go read that stuff. Go read the book yes. of Romans, chapter 5 and 6, 7 and 8. Actually, Great all those. Stuff, man. Be encouraged today. God loves you, and if you put your faith in him, there's nothing anyone or even you can do to separate you from the love of God through Christ Jesus. So have a great day. God bless you.